Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Yeah, it's, uh, it's me, Dave Clifton, and... Uh... <laughs> You're listening to uh, the football ramble. Lucky people. <laughs> I'm just hanging in there. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the football ramble. Ow! And I think we can all agree that three's company, but four's a ramble! Oh, hello. <laughs> James on Jim's back. I'm back, hello. Oh. I'm like, I'm back. I'm like, Let me when did you touch your face? said that that time when he hadn't been at Chelsea that long and really hadn't earned. Oh, yeah. Right and then he scored. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, uh, Marvellous. How yeah. are you, pal? I'm good. I'm back. Um, I've been really ill and I'm ill again, so you'll notice my huskier tones yeah, yeah, from yeah. usual. Uh, but yeah, no, Edinburgh was amazing. It was a lot of fun. Uh, I had flu in the first week oh, and no. also our shower broke and uh, the light bulb in the in the bathroom broke as well, so I had to wash myself out of a sink in the dark, go and do gigs with flu and then find a shower afterwards. Is it like being back in Essex? as miserable as I've ever been <laughs> so yes are you the hero that Bonnie Tyler was waiting for probably yeah oh okay um, it, well yeah, um, I've just, I've literally just come back from Edinburgh, mm. right, and uh, as I got off the today, train... Today, As I got off the train, it was about an hour and a half, two hours ago, right, I got off the train, another train had pulled in as well, and Anton Ferdinand, oh, yeah. right, had got off that train, and <clears> was with his mates, and they were, uh, I can only really describe this as failing to understand how to get out of the station, <laughs> and, uh, and Anton Ferdinand just went, I need to go toilet first! <laughs> Like a sort of like a giant baby, right? And I, they were told them there's toilets on the train. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they got no, on the train. No. Yeah, there are, of course. And right. so I, I, I went up to the toilet as well. And um, initially, I saw he was behind me. I thought, I'll see what happens if I can get a picture of his bits, blackmail him later. Yeah. And he just never came into the toilet. So obviously, he failed to find that as well. Start weeing in the sink. <laughs> oh, go toilet now! <laughs> I think he was going to go in the toilet, but then he saw you and thought that looks like a man who would take pictures of my bits. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Not, I'm not going Isn't in this stupid man. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, also, yeah, I met quite a lot of listeners in Edinburgh. Who were, were ah. lovely uh, to a man God bless and uh, one of them I, I swear this is absolutely true he said to me Marcus is gay right oh <laughs> and I, I said no I've got to have sex with men now yeah, yeah and he, uh, uh, he went oh, he's very very camp though isn't he well, I which, which I enjoy I think I, I agree enjoy with that, that a lot uh, it's ironic no, as well because you're quite homophobic <laughs> 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 that's not true, listeners. <laughs> Thank you, Luke. I appreciate that. Um, We're all a little bit gay. I think that's yeah. fair. To say. Yeah, uh, it's a prerequisite if you want to join the ramble. <laughs> yeah. um, yes. anyway, but anyway, uh, well, I'll continue the introductions, James. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Luke Moore. If we've here. got any time left, <laughs> <laughs> Luke Moore's right. here. Hello, all right. And the incredibly manly Pete Donaldson. Hello. You can be manly and gay, Marcus. Yeah. yeah. So I, ne I never said you weren't. Yeah. <laughs> um, how's your biscuit? All right. It's very nice. Thank you, Marcus. Uh, right. Opening question. Time. Uh, did that to get a few more man points. Yeah, good. Um, in the uh, recent game, uh, Wolves versus Newcastle, in Wolverhampton, there was a lovely battle between Carl Henry and Joey Barton. I think mm. we can all agree. That's inspired the opening question, which is, uh, 
a, a memorable battle on the pitch. On pitch you know, dispute. On pitch dispute. A one-on-one. Whether that would be, um, you know, technique, uh, perhaps a defender against a, a striker, or just a bad-tempered display, or a good old-fashioned midfield tear-up. Indeed. 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 Luke, would you fancy first? I'll go first, and I shall name. Um, Fernando Torres Yes mm. Against Nemanja Vidic Good one Where Vidic is otherwise a uh, pretty competent defender you know, Pretty good, he's class Very good, yeah, very good Great defender, man. you know, strong, um, reads the game well Level-headed Until Torres gets on the pitch, <laughs> Peter Yeah he maybe, him, he? maybe he fancies him Yeah It's understandable And uh, well, it, coincidentally, that's why I brought it up <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I prefer Torres with his blonde long I do, yeah, he's not saying yeah, no, yeah. is it? But, but um, yeah, I, I just think for some reason that Vidic's brain gets replaced with something else and right. he can't do anything and he ends up just being all over the place <laughs> so, and so it, it's one of those things and the reason it's an interesting one is because it, it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy yeah. the more it happens the more it's going to happen that's right it's interesting as well because when you get a sort of um, a battle like that a lot of the time where one one player absolutely skins another it tends to be that there's just a huge golf in class like sort of Drogba and Senderos would be a good example of that <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Vidic is obviously a very very good player yeah. as well it's just baffling it is weird isn't it yeah. uh, I suppose it's just not strictly true to the question because it's not a real battle but it's an interesting sort of coming together of players yeah. and, ha- and how no, they I both think, deal I think, with it. I think it is a battle I think it's a battle Pete uh, I enjoy Carl Henry and uh, who so, his name reminds me of sort of a, uh, a 70s black exploitation cop. Carl yeah. Henry. Carl yeah. Henry here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but no, I'm going to go for uh, the uh, Ian Wright Peter Schmeichel. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> battle. Can, good. I, can I call that a feud? It was a feud. It was a bit of a feud. Yeah. Yeah. Ian uh, sort of played. They, they just didn't get on, did they? No. And it got a bit dirty off the field, sort of. Do you remember uh, the origins of it? No, I don't actually. It was at Old Trafford, and a, uh, somebody put Ian Wright through, and he chased after this That's ball. Right. And Smarkle came out and slid and, and caught it, and Wright left his boot in there. Yeah. And to be fair, it was a dangerous piece of play from Ian Wright, and Smarkle got up and gave him a piece of his mind. Which would be scary. Yeah. It's like a tree shower, yeah. <laughs> With that weird sort of like Mancunian Danish. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Like a Jan Mulby style. Well, Jan Mulby's the. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, I want to smack your head in, then have some licorice. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, that, but that went on for quite a while, and then there was the time at Highbury when the ball went through again, and Ian Wright chased after it, and Schmeichel and Ian Wright went. And in you could hear it. everyone rubbing their hands together. What's going to happen this time? They <laughs> went in for a tackle together, and the ball burst. <laughs> 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 just from the aggression, yeah. 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 It, did, it didn't want to be part of it. That, like, is, oh. that is incredible. Technically speaking, that means the game must must end. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not just the football game, but the whole, the whole sport. Yeah, yeah. that's the end. Yeah. That's right. But we we there were races on the toes because Ian Wright definitely said at one point that yeah. Schmeichel I don't know if that was proven or, or not but he, right. he definitely said that Schmeichel abused well, the I think, have you seen I, that band? <laughs> the racist <laughs> on the toes yeah. harking back to the Joburg video there yeah. ladies Shut and gentlemen up, yeah. Yeah. Um, just setting we the scene we could have used that joke twice they didn't yeah. know well yeah. they had to they have to know everything Pete <laughs> indeed um, um, so yes. on Ian Wright as well it's an interesting point that he'd never actually managed to score past Schmeichel that's right so Schmeichel really got the last laugh there ha ha Although they were both in the same studio when England beat Denmark 3 0 at the World Cup, Not and Ian same. Wright had a little bit of a. I bet Wright was claiming that. Yeah, yeah. yeah did yeah. he just like kick him in the chest? <laughs> I, bet, I bet Wright was <laughs> being did, unbelievably they tedious. They did make up though, didn't they? I think Peter yeah. Schmeichel wrote to him or maybe faxed him as footballers. It would have been a fax. Yeah. And uh, as I say, they were in the same studio and they get, they get on fine now, I'm pretty sure. Mm. James, what have you got? Well, I'm going to go for a, an absolute saga, which would be Roy, <laughs> Roy Keane against uh, Patrick Vieira. Of because course. Because they just used to kick each other at every opportunity. Right. Just like in the tunnel, bro. 
that's not that's an odyssey <laughs> yeah. not a saga that's yeah. amazing yeah. if they saw each other in the street there would have been a fight like an yeah. actual fight yeah no they hate <laughs> each other even now like, really because yeah. they, they still have pops at each other when people bring it up but obviously they're always talking about how they respect the other as a yeah. player but clearly just they rub each other up the wrong way and there was an incident Roy Keane got a lot of uh, like, a lot of people really love that he said this to Vieira he's like oh you're always going on about Senegal but why don't you go and play for them then and like yeah. I think Vieira's response was like really underrated it's like well at least I didn't walk out on my country yeah but but two like proper tough <laughs> men really like <laughs> kicking lumps out of each other verbally and then going out to play a football yeah. game and if, do it for real but didn't he say <laughs> if you love Senegal so much why don't you play for them yeah. and I thought Patrick Vieira said well if you love Ireland so much well, you okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, but, um, the thing is they're both Vieira. at the top of their game they're, all, yeah. they're both decent players yeah. Yeah. Like oh, one yeah. of them's like a clodder or something. that's right yeah. Vieira also um, did say as well that you know Roy Keane isn't from Africa so, you know, so he, doesn't, he doesn't understand which is really really obvious shocked to me as well stick it up your African bollocks you know that as well that boiled over into a, to a tunnel incident once where that's um, right hybrid Vieira had a little pop at Neville Gary oh Neville, yeah, yeah. Y- you're and always having a go at him yeah <laughs> little Neville yeah hammered it down the tunnel yeah. any excuse to get involved it's yeah. like Gary Neville's 30 years old I mean, he used to get up for Roy Keane Roy Keane yeah he was saying like <laughs> you're picking on the, yeah you're picking on the, the small guy or something yeah. you're picking on well, the God little even grow a moustache properly why don't you pick on and I can remember Dennis Burkamp coming up to Patrick Vieira because Vieira then walked away and Burkamp was because this was all live on the yeah. TV. Yeah. TV. This yeah. was it was great stuff. And Big Burkamp was like arm round Vieira, so going, "You all right? You okay?" Yeah. I was like, "Bloody hell, this is unbelievable!" Yeah. You don't I'm, see enough but tunnel but stuff anymore. Yeah, oh, I, really? I miss the Arsenal ref. being a bit tasty like. Yeah, that. yeah. 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 The, the ref actually said, "Leave it for the field, lads. Leave it for the field." When I'll send you off, and you can go back down. Yeah. Can referee? You know, like referees can send players off after a football match. Can they send them off before the football? I think they can send. I think they can technically send them off when they're on the premises. Because uh, okay. I know that I mean There's talk of people Getting sent off in the car park after they Yeah, stuff, you know, so. yeah. Um, I'm going to go for one that, Well it's a bit tame now After all that it, But this is more of a, a, a Battle of the skills Of the, of the mm. techniques mm. Uh, Which is um, Ashley Cole versus Cristiano Ronaldo Oh it's mm. a good one It's a different yeah. one yeah. Yeah. In, well, in the Euro 2004 That's um, right match, Cole just had him in his pocket That's right It's an incredible performance from him I mean Cole really c- Does a job on Cristiano Ronaldo For my yeah. money um, More often than not And I can remember a time Actually at Old Trafford When Chelsea went there And it may have ended one all. I can't quite remember But uh, there was this was when Ashley Cole I think first started going with Cheryl Tweedy Cheryl oh, yeah. Cole however mm. she was known then I can't she wasn't remember. called Cheryl Cole before she was married to her. <laughs> <laughs> that, that would have been odd it would have been yeah. uh, and the fans were giving Ashley Cole a bit of stick and all yeah. the sort of usual chants yeah. and whatnot. and then Cole started pointing uh, Cristiano was walking off and Cole was looking at the Man United fans pointing at uh, Cristiano Ronaldo and like, like sort of putting his hand in his pocket as if to say hey I've got him in my pocket yeah. <laughs> which, he, which he did again in that game so what you like about Ashley Cole he's a good bloke He's a <laughs> <laughs> Indeed Nearly agreed <laughs> Indeed um, uh, well, It's a tricky one I've, Roy Keane Patrick Vieira Jim's got the points Yeah that's fair enough Well done James Straight in you got a well, done. In. well yeah. done Pat and Roy yeah. oh, If right. you like Edinburgh Why don't you live there Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, It's an invalid Seriously it is a nice city <laughs> it is. It's where I grew up Is yeah. A little bit of background On me Right uh, <laughs> England squad Has been announced Yes and uh David Seaman's not in it. Like, sure, right, Phillips is though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, we're coming almost as, as oddly. There, Goal- is a, there is a notable moustache in there, isn't there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Goalkeepers: Carson Foster, Hart. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Hart Sounds will like play. a sort of solicitor's firm. Yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I mean, to be honest, that's not very much depth. 
But Joe Hart's a good keeper, so Joe Hart's surely just the number one now. Yeah, Joe, yeah. Hart, Joe Hart could be the number one for the next ten years. I think, you, I think you're right. Yeah. If he can stay yeah. fit, I think he could be. Yeah. Uh, Unless you get your act together, James or Jim. Yeah, yeah I've been a bit unfair on Sean White Phillips. I think he has had a good, good few weeks actually. Well, he's yeah. played. I think he's played a role. Well, we're on the keepers at the moment. Sorry, we've still got to go through defenders. Okay, go ahead. Are you doing it in a traditional way? Are you fair enough? Yeah, yeah. Well, we're just defenders. Gary Cahill, Ashley Cole, Michael Dawson. Kieran Gibbs, Phil Jagielka, Glenn Johnson, Julian Lescott, Matthew Upson, mm. the scorer of the goal against Germany. It's, <laughs> a, it's a light defence. <laughs> Upson for me is, is one that shouldn't still be getting picked because he's not going to be <laughs> he was first sure, choice. He's not going to get any cup, faster, is he? he? He's very, <laughs> much, very, very much a sort of like a deputy at best. So <laughs> yeah. why why have him there? So who's going to play at the back then? Is it going to be Dawson and Upson, or is it with Dawson, Dawson and Jagielka? Maybe even or all, the, all the sons. I mean, I've been I've been crying out for some fresh. Players to get to get a game, so I, I can't complain. If that's the best we got, then fine. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to deal with it, won't we? <laughs> There's the opinion we've all been holding out for. Um, it, it, it does feel odd to ha not have big names like John Terry and Rio Ferdinand in there. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a bit like being sort of um, obviously injuries are the reason why they're not there. Do you know what it's like? It's a bit like uh, it's a bit like walking to school on your own for the first time. You know, you, you, you haven't got the hand holding of Rio Ferdinand, John Terry, mm. but once you get like five minutes into the walk away from them, you actually quite like it. Yeah, because it's fine. They'll they're yeah. be all right. The defenders will be okay. Yeah. The teams they're playing aren't great. They've not got to play against uh, Berbatov, have they? So mm. it'll be fine. <laughs> Which would be the worst team talk before the match. Midfielders: Gareth Barry, Michael Carrick, Stephen Gerrard, Adam. Johnson, yes. yes. Uh, James Milner, Theo Walcott, uh, Sean Rock Phillips, Ashley Young. I'm delighted Ashley Young's getting. You're a big fan of really. Ashley Young. Well, I was. I just think, obviously, like he's. He is inconsistent, maybe yeah. you could argue, but I would just like to see him get a run out at international level because certain players, you know, they always they perform more for their country than yeah. they do for their clubs, and they bring, it brings out the best of them. And mm. clearly, when Ashley Young is on his game, he's a great player. Yeah. So, well, I the word inconsistent does have the word consistent in it, so Indeed. I think you take that over. <laughs> mm. um, Theo Walcott certainly. Late. Yeah, he really started yeah. very well, hasn't he? The yeah, net ripping Theo Walcott. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, he got a lot. Of, he got a bit of stick from Hansen, didn't he, last week? Yeah. We yeah. didn't mention that. Oh, Hansen did sort of. Uh, I think it's fair enough. It's I fair think, comment. Yeah, That's his opinion for well, us. It's true. It's, I mean, he picks out examples from that game, and Walcott does do that. Walcott himself sort of, you know, has said he needs to improve. He knows he needs to improve. He's got to work on certain things. So, you know, it's. I think it's all been blown out of proportion, really. I agree with that. I mean, I think he's you know, twenty-one. Remember exactly <laughs> as Alan Shearer said, he's twenty-one years of age. Well, he's twenty-one. <laughs> he just kept saying it. But, but well, it's the only stay. Isn't one it? of the things we've got to be careful of. So we, we can't just sort of sit here for a week and say match of the day's mundane. It's rubbish. It's boring. And then when when a pundit actually does give an opinion that's a bit controversial, we'll go, oh, we can't say that. You We're know, not that harsh on match of the day, are we? And that, well, you know what I mean. But generally, people, I love, I love match of the day. People <laughs> makes me feel safe and warm. Yeah, I think we all agree with that. But I mean, there's there's a, there's, a, there's a definitely a movement saying that match of the day is mundane and it needs to step its game up and stuff yeah. and whether you agree with the opinion that Alan Hansen gave or not it's at least surely a good thing that he gave an opinion mm. and someone we can talk about and actually sort of you know say well is that, is that fair is that unfair and like you say yeah. he backed it up with his arms and said what it's an analysis of Walcott while mm. they're talking about yeah. him you know because yeah. Lineker was saying oh, it's harsh obviously yeah, he's just scored a hat trick but you know that's that's what that analysis is about they're yeah. looking deeper into Theo Walcott as a player rather yeah. than yeah. just on that performance and it's better good. than the ha ha laughter fest of match of the day too which seems to be just going for gags at the moment yeah. should we well, all be mates funny? 
Shall we all be mates? <laughs> we'll just be mates. Shall we just um, not bother with this set? Just do it down the pub. Yeah, yeah. Just, just dick around a bit. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what, one thing I love right, is hanging out with the lads. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Right. If there was like a TV show yeah. like, with some football on it, mm, brilliant. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> Blimey. On behalf of the, the great British public, thank you, Alan Hansen. Yeah. For, for that opinion. Uh, forwards um, in the England squad Darren Bent, D Ben. In there, Carlton Cole, Peter Crouch, Jermaine Defoe, Wayne Rooney. I don't get Carlton Cole. No, it's j- I just—he's not very good. <laughs> this is the bottom line. <laughs> but he's English. I th- yeah, I think that's harsh. And I think that he, if he had a move to another club, the, pro- the problem is with Carlton Cole. You've got two ways of looking at. It. One is um, he needs support. So this season he's been quite isolated at West Ham. Yeah, well, he will he's be. had a lot of injuries. Yeah, yeah, but, but the, I mean, other, the other point of it is, you can't hold the ball up. He, he can't. That's what he's for. Isn't that's it? what I'm saying. But you can't complain about not having no one around him when he can't control the ball yeah. well enough to get, to hold the ball up for long enough for people to come yeah. into the game. Isn't yeah. it? I just think he's it, obviously again he's got some talent in there, but it just comes out so not so rarely, but far too rarely for someone to be playing international football. Right. I, th- I think if he I was playing, Marcus in. Thanks, man. <laughs> um, I wouldn't. Uh, I think if Carl Cole was playing for a better side, I think he would score much more often, and we would see. As you say, Luke, the, the holding up the ball is, is a quality of his. And if he had other players around him who he could bring in to play more, then I think. Uh, well, I can't decide whether that is stripes the case. would be earned more. For yeah, but I can't um, understand if that is the case. Or not. I, don't, I don't know whether he's just not good enough to hold the ball up well enough to bring mm. other people in, or whether he's being let down by his teammates at West Ham, is what I'm saying. It's definitely one of those two things. Mm. I'll get back to you. Thanks, man. <laughs> uh, so that's the England squad, mm. ladies and gentlemen. So uh, we're going to win the Euros with that. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> Uh, obviously Lampard's injured That's why he's not he In is. there And Bobby Zamora Is injured that's as well shame, isn't well, That's really bad that's, that's unfortunate for him That is yeah. uh, it's not the, I'm sure he'll get another chance Yeah he, well, he will do Yeah, mm. He needs to repeat his league Far from last year That's what I need mm. to see from him Well he's, <laughs> yeah. he's already got himself A goal hasn't he so. Yeah Yeah um, Ashley Young I'd like uh, Let's talk about the Premier League then uh, Going on to Aston Villa um, Ashley Young Setting up Luke Young For a lovely goal I did like what Martin Tyler said When that goal went in he, Young played it In Young He scored and He went Oh and the Young Ones Or something <laughs> You know Good I've seen any, McDon- any Young Ones reference yeah. Welcome Yeah I That's right that. I've seen McDonald says uh, He says that he's not sure Whether he wants the job or not it's not up to you <laughs> And you're out of Europe And you lost 6 nil last weekend yeah. And you, know, yeah. you scraped a 1-0 Don't here. go to an interview Saying that <laughs> <laughs> So why do you want the job? Mm, not sure if I do really yeah. I don't do a lot I'm just here for a bit of yeah. Interview technique Experience <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Yeah, um, good win for Villa. A fourth, yeah, two yeah. wins out of three. It's so funny having been battered six <laughs> 0 <six-nil, you're laughs> yeah. like, Oh blimey! All Brighton's a good player, isn't he? Yeah, another good performance. Talent. Definitely. Um, Torres is off the mark. Yeah. Liverpool beat West Brom one nil. It wasn't convincing, though. No. no. Well, um, they've, they've had a rough time, haven't they? The City results, real. Yeah, that's going to be a worry for them and for everybody, really. Yeah, they, they did. They go through in, in Europe, though. They did, and, and win, like yeah. I say, it's going to take a while. There's so many comings and goings, and, and Hodgson's obviously a new manager there. He, for one one week, he's got Mascherano off, then he's signed another place, signed Pulse, and he's just signed Real Morelos as well, which I think is a good signing. Yeah. He's gone um, back for Konchesky, isn't he? Yeah, he said he wasn't going to. Yeah, that's yeah. right. He said he wasn't going to go in for any Fulham players. And he's gone in for Kinchesky. Kinchesky's yeah. sort of surely not good enough for Fulham. 
I mean, he's a solid player, but for Liverpool, you mean? Yeah, for, of course, yeah. Oh, I th- no, I think he'll do all right. I think. I do you think know what? I, decent. Do you know what I think? I think that you know people will be quick to say, "Oh, no, Liverpool, Konchesky can't play for them and stuff like that." Yeah. My 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 action it would be surely what's been missing for Liverpool over the last couple of seasons has been solid seven out of ten every week. Yeah, for four yeah. or five months. Yeah, yeah, I think he'll point. provide. And, and Konchesky is one of those players. Mm. You know, he, he he won't get injured that often. He'll play yeah. and he'll be solid. He's not going to win a game for you very often, <coughs> but he won't get, he won't let anyone down. No, I th- I think, yeah. I think and, and who fun, knows him more than anybody else? Oh, exactly. Wake up, Absolutely. Big, big boy. It, Roy was uh, an uncharacteristic like a tackle Mascarano, saying he was selfish. Um, he said, it's not easy for me to defend the actions of Mascarano because professionals are paid to play, and when they are called on to play, they play. It should well, be no surprise, though. I remember what Mascherano was like when he was at West Ham. He just didn't <laughs> want to be there. He didn't try. He, c- he couldn't get in the team because mm. he wasn't trying hard enough in training. Ahead of Mullins. Hayden Mullins was keeping him out of the team for a good amount of time. Hayden Mullins, you know, Hayden Mullins scored an own goal for Pompey at the weekend. You know, I I don't, I don't like to blame players for own goals. (laughs) (laughs) I do make the occasional exception. Uh, Speaking of own goals, John Panzer was a beauty. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he wasn't even facing that way. No, he he had his head in his hands before it even hit the net. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. he did. Like, do you remember in in um, in the Champions League final '99 when United won in dramatic fashion? Yeah, Mm. and uh, Bayern Munich's uh, Sami Kafur. Yeah. Yeah. Punching the ground. Yeah. Pantsil sort of did that. He was sort of doing that, going, oh, it, like, like someone. Had, gone in. But exactly, there's your link. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's your link, you That you've already done. Yeah. <laughs> I was, well, uh, staying with Liverpool, I was um, going to say that uh, there's been talks. Um, Gary Medell, Medell? I'm not sure how you pronounce it. He's a Chilean international mm. playing for Boca Juniors, and his agent claims he could be uh, Mascarano's replacement at mm. Liverpool. I hope so, so because. It's a huge blow for them to lose Mascarano. Well, I hope they get him, James, because his nickname is The Pitbull. Yes. But they've just signed Raul Morelli, so they won't be signing him as well. The Pitbull. Are you. <laughs> Fair enough. That again, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Andy Carroll scored again for Newcastle. Yeah, with his Why head. He I was having a pop at him last week, yeah. saying that he can't head a ball. Why is he not in England? Check scores? you out, big Ron. <laughs> 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 he whipped it in with his hair. <laughs> <laughs> his hair like, whipped it. It's in. just, it's just, it's clearly taking style advice from old uh, Gutierrez, isn't he? Really, it's nice yeah. to have two samurais on the pitch. Yeah, <laughs> his hair's like a brown-haired version of Emmanuel Petit. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. a little oh, bit. Yeah. Yeah. Petit's was a bit thicker, I think. Yeah, yeah. I, I t- uh, Mick McCarthy did my nut in this week. Yeah, you're. He really that. did. We made a couple of good signings this week, actually. Ben Arthur and uh, that. Um, oh, I can't remember his bloody name now for the Ivory Coast. Uh, oh, yeah. You'll probably. Uh, it's not Tieto, is it? It's Tieto. Tieto probably twin, getting a Champions twin, League. Twin, yeah, yeah, no doubt, undoubtedly. <laughs> but that, that Ben Arthur's a, a, a decent signing. Cause yeah, that's a if, great if we, signing. If we need one man who just runs at players, yeah, and he yeah. does, and that's all he does, really. Real fault. The problem is, he's like, he, he doesn't ever feel like playing. Yeah. yeah. Ben Arthur, he's got real, ma- uh, real uh, sort of not emotional, but like disciplinary problem. I think I think we'll get we'll get two weeks out of him. Familiar road, isn't <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, at least we'll get the first two weeks out of him, though. Are, are yeah. you saying that Newcastle United are about to buy a disruptive player? <laughs> Apparently so. <laughs> at right. the same time, though, looking at them as a club that have just been promoted from the Championship, that's a huge signing. Yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah. Well, you appear to be like kicking around a bit of money now, which is weirdly. I don't know where this. I know he's, it's only a season-long loan, but he's still mm. going to cost cost dollar. It is funny though at Newcastle, that, uh, as you say, James, newly promoted side. They just they look as though they're bang mm. straight back in the Premier League. Well, and we, that's we, what we they look at the they've got players like Kevin Nolan, uh, very obviously Gutierrez well, is, well. is an international as well. Joey Barton, yeah. We look we look organised for the very, yeah. the very first time. The start of last season, we looked a little bit. Oh, we might struggle here, but I mean, <coughs> well, if you start look at the season, we're if you look at the other two sides, you know, West Brom and Blackpool, you know, yeah, they look like newly promoted sides. Mm. Whereas Newcastle, that's it's a, it's a decent point at w- um, away at Wolves because they've you know they look like a premiership side 
Mm. They're just well, well set up walls, yeah, and at yeah, home, yeah. The, the, I mean, that that was a great battle between uh, Henry and Barton, and then everyone oh, else yeah. got, got in. Involved. It yeah. was a bit harsh because at the moment Barton put a challenge, he got booked straight away, didn't That's he? Right, I yeah. sort of, I, that was the first time. Reputation's gone ahead. Exactly. Of me, I, I generally, I generally think that tends to be a bit of an excuse, but that for me, that was definitely the case. And, uh, yeah. That. To be fair to Barton, he got on with it, didn't he? Oh, he, he did. Didn't, yeah. He didn't. Well, uh, Wolves only had uh, one shot on target in the score with it. We they? had about four or five, but I mean, sure, Ramiyo in particular had the most hilarious ten minutes. I've ever seen like you know my feelings about the man. Well, even for him, he came on and he willfully disrupted the match. <laughs> like he willfully just strayed offside all the time. Yeah. Every time there was a ball, he was too far. He'd knock players over. Mm. It was like he was drunk. It was wonderful. <laughs> I've never seen anything like it. Did the manager say in his ear, like, did he point up to the crowd before he came on and went ruin it for them? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or maybe maybe they were trying football. to get the best out of him in whatever way. So Shola, today we're going to try it by getting you drunk first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so do you remember? When William Gallas said he would start scoring own goals and we didn't let him move from no, I don't think he ever that. actually said that but you know what, that's what Amy Obi's probably done that <laughs> well, if you're not going to let me do this and I'm going to do this mm. it was yeah. a wonderful performance but um, there, was, there was one particular challenge on Barton by yeah. Henry which was like it actually made me laugh out loud it was like <laughs> whoa <laughs> yeah we just completely so Barton and you knew it was coming so you saw it and then you saw the replay and obviously he got the ball and turned and you knew it was coming yeah. and the ball turned before he even knew where he was bang but Barton yeah. seemed resigned to it by that point he was laughing he was like, the floor yeah. with the smelling salts on he was, he was laughing be, he was being a real dick that, that fella oh well there you go there we are um, Blackpool got their first home goals in the Prem mm, their lovely. second now I don't want to be I don't want to be all sort of Sky Sports and hyper goal of the season <laughs> 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 their second goal Varney's goal was a beauty yeah, it was the move right from the back the yeah. passing slotted through great for what, wonderful scenes they and, just seem giddy don't they yeah. they're just so happy to be it there. was great to see Holloway's celebration he couldn't believe it he's like that's the one <laughs> training ground that was it <laughs> anyone, else, anyone else like a little bit disappointed that the first ever Premier League goal that Blackpool scored was, an, it was, was an own goal it was an awful yeah, own goal especially because it would have been uh, it was Ormerod wasn't it that had it down d- yeah, he would have been the first black that was a good score in all, all divisions yeah. oh would he he was a mile offside but like oh, yeah. there was a couple of show. notable on goals this weekend wasn't there it's quite a few yeah. Noggies Noggies notable on goals Nogbers Nogbeers also uh, in Blackpool Fulham game that Dembele who signed for Fulham was a player he set up um, that was a great two. pass what a set up yeah, that was pass, an, yeah. a brilliant finish as well because he played for Altmar under Van Howe. he was a good mm. player for them but yeah he looks like um, the right steal I, I haven't had the term set up since I was about 10 is that right set me up set me up <laughs> yeah. in, in Scotland they'd always shout like, if the striker was on the shoulder of the last man he'd go send me there's <laughs> <laughs> a guy I <laughs> I used to play with who played at front, and he used to shout, "Slot me, slot me, yeah, okay. slot me!" It's a bit odd. Yeah. Yeah, I, really like I quite like, uh, I quite like slips, slips. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they never do, ladies and gentlemen. Um, right, let's move on to the championship. A wonderful uh, injury time comeback from uh, Queens Park Rangers away to Derby County. Yeah, if you're talking about hatchet men, Savage did a job on Tarat. <laughs> leaving, he left everything on him. Like, every Tarat's a good player, isn't Great player. Really Probably is. the best player at the division. I'd yeah, say. you said that before. Well, yeah. I remember Redknapp said at one point that he was the best player they had at Spurs, wasn't he? And this, 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 uh, I mean, this has come from Tarat himself, but he said like he still has contacts from like Barcelona and Milan and stuff like that. He's that highly rated. Oh, he's well, in his head. That's basically it. Well, uh, he's, well, he's wrong in the head. Oh, is he? But it's. He's clearly a very, very talented player. I remember seeing him at Spurs. Like he rarely played, didn't he? But he, yeah. I remember him coming on against Arsenal and looking really, really dangerous. Once it's, it's funny, isn't it? How it's not worked out for him. Yeah, it's. He, he's honestly. Whenever I've seen him play, I think he's an excellent player. And I, and and there are players, you know, 
Craig Bellamy's one of the best players in the division. Yeah. Well, I think Craig Bellamy was one of the best players in the Premier League last season. It's incredible he was. for Cardiff. I'm sure you guys have discussed this, but it's just un- yeah. unreal. It's brilliant. Yeah. Also, um, David Nugent as well. <laughs> Let's we forget some player. Let's Dean Nugget. Yeah. Dean Yeah. <laughs> he murked uh, Edgar Davis last week in the Carling Cup. That's why we talked about that. Yeah. Let's not go over. Let's talk about it again. Reconstruct the murder. Come back yeah. and all this weird stuff's happened. Like Gallas is at Spurs, David is at Crystal Palace, yeah. Phil Mitchell's on crack. It's yeah. just, what's going on? David just playing left back for Palace as well. Seriously, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, another great comeback in the football league. It was in League One. Bournemouth three, Notts County three. Another injury time. Two goals. Wow. Injury time from Notts County. So it's three one down. Notts uh, uh, County, weren't they? That's right. Uh, rather than uh, the maths. I mean QPR, their their point kept them top. Um, Notts County, eighteenth. Uh, yeah, what a job Eddie Howe's doing, by the way. Yeah. Mm. So he's gotten promoted. Yeah. And and they're flying high again. Yeah, for Bournemouth. Yeah. You know if if. The thing is, I'm going to talk about this in a minute, I'm sure, but obviously Pardew's left Southampton. Mm. I'd, I'd be straight in there for Howe. Oh, I'll yeah. be straight in I, there. I think Howe's come out and said that he wants to stay with Bournemouth as long as he can. Yeah. Yeah. I think, oh, that's I understandable, think, I think yeah. that would be a sensible thing for Howe to do. To maybe to take Bournemouth as far as he can go, and then um, another little natural step up. You know, because yeah. yeah. such a good manager, such a young age, you don't want him thrown in uh, the deep, deep end yeah, anyway. Because that, that can that can ruin him, as you say, mm, James. Yeah. Why why put sort of why take Pardew out now after a four 0 Oh yeah, they want to wait a week. Wait a week. Rivers. Nicola Nicola Cortesi is a despotic totalitarian <laughs> dictator. That's why. Pardew out. You're going to say Nicola Sarkozy? No, no. Like, <laughs> I, I, I think people should chant when they want Pardew in. All all of the times he should be out, but then when you actually want them, him in. That's the only time you're allowed to chant about it. The craziest thing. <laughs> the, the crazy Pardew in. Pardew in. The craziest thing about it is that is Cortesi tried to get rid of Pardew um, before this. Yeah. Um, and Marcus Lieber, the guy who sadly died, who rescued Southampton from financial ruin, yeah, who, yeah. who basically bankrolled the club, um, he stopped it. He said, "Listen, no, you're not doing this. It's crazy." As soon as uh, Marcus Lieber's died, mm. um, and there's loads of sports news happening, so Cortese can bury the news amongst other things. He just sacked mm. him. Yeah. And apparently, there's, there's all sorts of talk of Cortese just just hiring coaching staff, bringing them along to the training ground, and saying, "Right, yeah, there's, there's a new coach." And Pardew was like, "Well." I've got coaches And he refused to work with them yeah. And so that, that, And that's and that, where it's all yeah, come from yeah, yeah. So now Cortese uh, The reason they won't so, um, Hire someone like Eddie Howe um, Or even someone like There's talk of O'Neill going there Because I've got a lot of money To happen <coughs> But the reason that won't happen Is because Cortese Clearly just wants a yes man there yeah. to, 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 to do his bidding so it's, it's a really, really. St- I mean, it comes back to the old sort of fit and proper persons thing again because mm. he's a bit of a bit of a shit. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, it's interesting when you look at clubs like Southampton and QPR that have a lot of money that are down in the Championship and lower leagues. Um, when these new rules come in, and you can't sort of spend like a maniac anymore, you know, like they've got they've got to make a real leap now. Do you know what I mean? They've got to take advantage of the fact they've got a lot of cash as soon as they can because that's you're not going to be able to do that in future. Mm-hmm. Does that that's definitely like count towards thing. the leagues, or is that just European competition? Though uh, um, oh, that's a good point. Yeah, no, but you know, you'd think you're all going to have to live in your means, surely. Mm. Well, I hope so. Yeah. Imagine having like a massively spending championship. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like nobody <laughs> could spend anything in the Premier League. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> Pete, yes, your hometown Hartlepool lost at home to Sheffield Five, no, Wednesday. Yeah. Five nil. Explain Mick <laughs> what happened. Take yeah. <laughs> it's Mick Watson's fault. Take Step up, Lee. <laughs> when are you going to go in there and save that club? We've lost. We've financially. Lost eight goals. <laughs> they, they, they've yeah. lost in eight, eight, uh, eight goals in two matches. That's not good. I mean, yeah. three three were against Wigan. You've got to do a Shearer, mate. You are Hartlepool's most famous son. You've got to go yeah. back there. And I'm on the Wikipedia page as notable residents. Are you really? <laughs> I am. Yeah. <laughs> next, to, next, next to the canoe man. <laughs> Brilliant. But, uh, what the guy, the guy who in Panama? Own death. Panama. Yeah. 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 Panama. Uh, you haven't lived there for ages. How are you a notable resident? Well, I don't know. You haven't lived there for like there. ten years. 
All right. Well, all right. <laughs> stop. No, you, you like you're not on Wikipedia. You come from, from Portsmouth. No, because Portsmouth have actually got decent people from there. So mm. like who? Charles Dickens. <laughs> all right. He well, well, yeah, he did all this notable work on the continent. Isambard Kingdom Brunel. Yeah. Do you want me to continue? I want to make a bridge from a different point. These are up right. Shakespeare <laughs> wrote a lot of plays about like uh, Italy Stuff. and Greece and places like that. So he clearly had something very different in his head than Portsmouth. He never wrote a play about <laughs> Portsmouth, did he? And also, isn't by Kingdom Brunel? He was building bridges. I said Dickens. Oh, did you say Dickens? <laughs> <laughs> Either all, way, all books are the same. <laughs> Is Bleak, was Bleak House set in Portsmouth? I don't think so. You haven't read it, so you wouldn't. know. I have actually. That's the only one I've read. <laughs> Reminds you of your childhood. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Turvy Drop. <laughs> Rescue this. <laughs> I'm looking at you. Yeah, Me? Ha- I'm enjoying the show. <laughs> Hartlepool aren't doing very well. Uh, no. It's probably, uh, it's a bit of a mess down there. I get reports from my mum every now and again. It's weird because Pete Chris tucked Tan his shirt Chris Tan has been rubbish. As Pete just said, it's a bit of a mess down there. He tucked his shirt in, so I thought he was looking at his bits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dear, oh dear. Sorry, I am going to have to rescue this, I think. <laughs> um, well, let's start, let's go continental. Yay. Come on. It's time, we, you know, the, the, the leagues are they're up and running I'm out. I'm pleased about that. Um, uh, I do worry that they won't start again sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> we we'll just have to fend for ourselves without football. There's been a big signing, a big loan signing on mm. the continent, James or Jim. Zlatan Ibrahimovic nice has Latin. gone to Milan yeah. for a season-long loan from Barcelona. What a waste of pissing money. Everyone's just peeing money up the wall mm. at the moment, aren't oh. they? I had a chat with uh, two of the listeners, actually, I met in, uh, in, in Edinburgh. They were called Simon and Liam, I believe. They're lovely chaps. So it's, they were telling me that when Zlatan got married... Uh, someone put it to him in, in, in an interview um, they said so like what did you did you get your wife a present did you get her anything special and it, he said she has <laughs> she gets Zlatan <laughs> brilliant <laughs> I've actually had a wrong with that no, no. <laughs> she has the present um, yeah they've got um, a, an option to buy him um, in the summer of 2011 mm. for it's, for, it's quite a small fee isn't it compared to what Barcelona 24 million well. euros euros yeah, so that's about what 20 million yeah just on 20 million pounds yeah. I think. Well, of course they bought him for was it 40 uh, million plus Samoletto uh, which is an incredible transfer really. mm. it's a good job they had such a good season last season yeah. otherwise that would be looked at and sort of say well that was an incredible waste yeah. of money and it, they shouldn't have gone Barcelona this, <laughs> I love this um, this is the difference between uh, the, the two people involved here Barcelona said uh, with regards to the, the deal they said the deal was done thanks to the collaboration of the player and the willingness of his agent now I think that's an incredibly sarcastic <laughs> comment yeah. because uh, <laughs> Ibrahimovic said um, with regards to Guardiola he said the philosopher has kicked me out <laughs> I don't know what his problem with me was whenever I walked into a room he walked out again maybe he was scared of me uh, the coach didn't want me I will not waste any more time um, and he uh, went on to say you need to talk to him That's Guardiola It's him who has the problem I don't know what it is I'm very happy Because I'm going to Milan And uh, Ibrahimovic's agent said You don't buy a Ferrari And just leave it in the garage <laughs> <laughs> Is that a more general tip For like, for, like footballers everywhere yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not as if Ibrahimovic didn't play though Did it So maybe he just means that literally uh, Yeah I, I just sort of Have Ibra Sort of like being The high school jock And uh, and Guardiola he dresses quite preppy, doesn't he? he does, quite yeah. sort of geeky. Yeah. So he's sort of like. I, I think he's quite well dressed, Cordy. Yeah, but he, he wears he wears sort of M&S grey jumpers uh, quite oh, a lot, doesn't okay. he? So yeah. 
I can imagine being pushed into some lockers by Ibra. <laughs> yeah. The Ferrari. One thing that's worth mentioning is that now Sir Ibrahimovic is going to have played for um, Inter, Juve and Milan. That's yeah. decent. Mm. <laughs> I like a bit of that. Yeah, that happens quite a bit though, doesn't it? It's comparatively to how often it happens here. With Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Yeah. It seems that Barca are willing to make a loss on him, which makes you wonder if they really are in the sort of financial dire straits that we're, oh, we're hearing about. I think they are. Um, so maybe they're just going to have a wholesale clear out wherever I, they can. I think they look at the books and go, God, we can't. Yeah, but we don't want him here though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they really. I mean, that's obvious, isn't it? That they really don't want him there. Mm. And they've got, and they've got their Villa man. As well, they've got their man, David Villa. Yeah, it, it looks like that might free up Huntelaar to move on. And there's talk of him going to Spurs as well. Yeah, yeah well, there's talk about. He needs to move. He needs to move. He needs to move. He's a good player. And he needs to start playing games consistently. Well, well I don't it, know. Would it would it not be better for him to knuckle down because it's, it's, he's been moving about quite a bit and he's always linked with places and uh, maybe it'd be good for him to actually stay at Milan and try and force his way into the team, you because know? he's obviously a good player. He's, he's, it's, it's not like he's done nothing there. He's had flashes of really good. You I know, think. Good I think teams. it all depends on um, Zlatan. Indeed. Yeah. No, if Zlatan allows. Yeah. Him no, to you're play. right. No, he should move. Get out of Dodd. Move. Or retire. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, before we go on to um, the start of the Premier League, last week Barcelona played Milan in a friendly. I, I quite like this. It, well, it's um, the um, the Joan Gamper Trophy or the the Juan. How would you say that? Juan. Juan. No, no, no. It's, it's spelled Joan. Yeah. We'll go with that. Sod it. Um, and it's named in honour of one of the club's founders. And it's just a one-off game, really, uh, against a, a big team. Last year it was Man City, incidentally. Okay. Uh, before the match, though, I thought this was a lovely touch. On the big screens at the New Camp, they played kind of like a little best-of uh, clip. Of, 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 of Ronaldinho. Yeah, 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 like yeah. a little uh, montage of some of his stuff. And then to kind of honour their former player, and then he came out afterwards to salute the fans. Because you forget what a magnificent player he was. Oh, yeah. no, you don't. Uh, I never uh, yeah. forget that. <laughs> Sorry, okay. Uh, <laughs> just me then. Um, and uh, in that game, Pipo Inzaki scored an absolute peach of a volley. It was a ballet dancer's volley. Mm. He, he just hung in the air with his arms thrust out wide yeah. and just caressed the ball with laces of his left boot into the top corner. I, you, I, you described it as sexual, didn't it was sexual. It was a sexual goal. Yeah. It was like I, he sort of deflected it like a mirror. He didn't really hit it. Yeah, because he, no, he, right. he was at a full stretch. He couldn't have got that much sort of pace on it. But he just sort of deflected it, knowing exactly where it needed to be, <coughs> and just oh, the keeper just went, oh, that's not right. He does ac have access to some sort of fountain of youth, Inzaghi. It is ridiculous. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but Barcelona won the game um, on penalties. Well, speaking of Barcelona, I've got an email here Ooh, actually oh. from Ali, uh, who's currently in China, but I believe he's a friend of yours, Marcus. Are he, oh yeah, yeah. You give him a give him a plug. Ali, bloody good rep. Yeah, good man. Um, never met him. No, I haven't. He's really also a friend of uh, uh, the man who writes our Russian football blogs. Ah, oh, okay, yeah. James Appel, yeah. Yeah, which you will have a look com. at on thefootballramble.com. Anyway, chaps, thought you might enjoy this not really suitable for publishing in my newsletter story about <laughs> Beijing, Barcelona. <laughs> this um, is a pre-season friendly. It was. Being a pre-season friendly, uh, the atmosphere was pretty relaxed on the whole, with lots of people cheering a bit for both sides. Uh, we were, however, sat a few blocks from the Barcelona fan club, which was mainly local Chinese people, but did a f appear to include a few Catalonians, who obviously out there or living there or, or whatever. Um, partway through the second half, they started a chant and lots of the crowd joined in. Some nearby Beijing fans, unhappy that lots of Chinese people were cheering for the visitors rather than the local club, decided to respond by filling in the gaps, shouting, Jiabi, Jiabi, which roughly translated means effing sea. I won't <laughs> wow. that, yeah. uh, however, some of the Catalans, presumably thinking that the Beijingers were showing support for their not playing midfielder Xavi, <laughs> stood up and started to applaud them. 
game. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, some of the local Barcelona fans then told them what it meant, and they sat down again. Uh, no such luck, though, for the match reporter on the official Barca website. He or she reported afterwards that a number of fans started chanting Barca, Barca, to which other reply, others replied, Madrid, Madrid. Either their local translator was embarrassed by the chanting and lied to the reporter about what the home fans were singing, or he or she just thought they'd take the opportunity to call Real effing C's. Uh, that's from Ali. Excellent email, Ali. Yeah. Great stuff. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, well, yeah, that's Barcelona's pre-season. We talked about the cup. They Their first game in the uh, Primera Liga, they won 3-0 away to Racing. Didn't Messi score like a brilliant goal in about three seconds? I was in the pub waiting for a couple of mates, and that was on the telly, and it kicked off, knocked it about a bit. Messi scored. I was like, that's it, they're going to win the league again. It's going to be like this for just the next nine <laughs> And that, talking of volleys, there's been a few good volleys. Iniesta scored a nice one in that game. As did Berbatov as well for United. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Right that, was yeah. that was proper pro Evo volley stuff. <laughs> yeah. Pete, it's been a week of volleys. It has. Nanny's uh, set up for that goal was decent as well. Yeah, he had a great game. He did, he picked him out. Pulling it back. It's good to see him playing well. Um, David Villa, of course, opened his account. Look, excellent header. He's picked his spot. By the way, if anyone from Racing is, is listening, right, sort your marking out of the back. <laughs> because any team, Marcus, you'd have scored. Would I? Yeah, any one of us would have scored with that. Uh, had, the the ball, it wasn't. Yeah, <laughs> it wa don't look at me when you say that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you made the been point the, he was disputing. The thing is, it was one of those crosses. You'd have been doing the marking. It, I would have. <laughs> I would have been organising. Yep. It wasn't, it wasn't um, even one of those crosses that's whipped in. It was floated over. <laughs> and like Villa was just standing there like, looked around him <laughs> oh, no one near him picked his spot his head of it in the far corner <laughs> yeah. it's his league debut as well so it's good to get stuff. off the mark um, Real Madrid have already lost ground on Barcelona yeah, <laughs> they drew 0-0 nil -nil away to Mallorca Mourinho was so angry I know he, he, was, see him? Yeah. he was he just was. running around shouting and screaming uh, Ronaldo and Diara have picked up injuries from that game oh god um, on the um, the funny thing about Mourinho at Madrid is that on the, I was watching today um, this um, thing on Sky Sports like a Champions League preview show or whatever and it talks about Mourinho going to Madrid and um, I just thought of what you were saying about him being really angry I was had that in my head because mm. he walked down the tunnel at Madrid and uh, to the reporter I guess when he'd been unveiled and uh, they asked him why he'd come here and stuff and he said uh, I've come to win La Liga and the guy was like this season and he was like I think so yes <laughs> <laughs> I thought yeah. yeah it's not really going that well for you so far I said he told Benzema to uh, Benzema to, uh, to get up earlier he said I've got to start training at 12 o'clock instead of 11 o'clock because you're still in bed at 11 o'clock <laughs> <laughs> I was really angry at him for not getting up I can't imagine Bruno will stick for, stand up for that though. No. <laughs> but their lineup was late to start training isn't it yeah <laughs> yeah I don't know what that is but their lineup God, Madrid's first 11 yeah. they should have won but their first 11 was unbelievable they had, a lot, they had a lot of chances they as we played um Higuain played up front, sort of on it. It's like a weird sort of sort of four five one formation from what I can make out. But I didn't see the, I didn't see the entire game, so I couldn't I couldn't comment more extensively yeah, yeah, yeah. than that. Um, uh, a few little uh, signings and whatnot uh, from Spain and Italy. Uh, Luis Fabiano apparently signed a, uh, an extension with Sevilla. Mm. There's been a lot of speculation there. Uh, Bottled it, hasn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah. David Trezeguet's joined uh, Hercules. Yeah. Well, in the Spanish seen mythical adventure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, obviously yeah, Heracles didn't want him. Hercu Hercules. Are, for those who don't know the Spanish team obviously small Spanish yeah, yeah. but um, Trezeguet was given the big licks and there's a big move to England on the card so that obviously fell through right. well. uh, oh. apparently Milan um, sorry we talked about Milan earlier they had a great start to the season as well uh, I think they were 4-0 um, they are they talk about Robinho maybe going there Pete would you be up for that or would, Pete, would Robinho be up for that nothing to do with you <laughs> he doesn't really. know about the money are you is his agent he's a very nice man from what I've heard from the around Manchester but uh, yeah. yeah the closest thing Pete gets to Robinho 
know, is a, a poster on the wall with Rubino on it where you've written in Marco put on his head decent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so I can confirm this is actually. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Decent. Well, and he's, he's also uh, drawn like a sort of robotic skull on Fabio Cannavaro's head and put Terminator. Well, this is the, this is the 2010 uh, World Cup. I really should take that down, shouldn't I? Yeah. Oh, leave it up. Like Nostalgia. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you, is that my name you've put on one of the? Yeah, players? he's he's basically drawn impressions of us over the top of stickers of other players. Pete, <laughs> who's the player? Who's a Chilean player? Well, Pete's, Pete's made himself David Beckham. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, the most, I'm the most Beckham-esque guy. I've got style, I've got joie de vivre, I've yeah. got... Uh, Anything uh, else that doesn't exist? Muscles. Yeah. <laughs> muscles still Tuesday, I've got. Learning difficulties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's already Monday. <laughs> Something else Pete's done is he's cut out um, sort of eyes and mouths and things from other stickers and stuck them onto faces it's on different... It's stickers. like Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. Have, <laughs> have you seen the film The Bodyguard? <laughs> <laughs> a bit like that. <laughs> <laughs> Terrifying. Oh, um, uh, right, let's uh, go to Germany. Um, Steve McLaren and Wolfsburg. There were three one up at half time. There were three nil up. They bottled it, didn't they? And then they lost four three. <laughs> yeah. oh, what, what a comeback! He's still doing his Dutch accent as well. Oh. He's not even moved to a German that's, one. That's going to rub him up the wrong way. Isn't yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They were three nil up after half an hour, weren't they? Yeah, it's yeah. Mainz. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And they lost four three. Crazy. German league's great. I watched um, a yeah. bit of. Um, St- um, Stuttgart Dortmund Oh yeah And uh, Dortmund Dortmund hammered them Yeah They hammered them They were 3 new up Half time away as well I want to I watch more German football this year Yeah There's more, is, is there a lot can more sort of European in- football Kicking yeah. around the schedules At the moment Can you, you all encourage me To do that Yeah, yeah, yeah well Footy Tube's really good For that actually mate Because yeah. the, the Bayern Munich Fuck Channel Is really Is actually really funny Because they've got uh, We've mentioned him before But this sort of English commentator But he speaks in this Really sort of Germanic Strange way Munich lost to Kaiser I did, yeah. Uh, two goals in 60 seconds, I think it was, or a minute, Pete. And there was a massive <laughs> result at Leverkusen as well, wasn't oh there? Oh my goodness, uh, Mocken Gladbach went to um, Leverkusen and won 6 3. Good pronunciation there. Yeah, thanks. Well or Munchen Gladbach. Yeah, yeah I would say Munchen Gladbach. I've said this joke before, I'm going to say it again. Who's the most unpopular man at Borussia Munchen Gladbach matches? Y- you. I've never been. The man who says, Give me a B. <laughs> <laughs> It's not bad, is it? Yes. Um, I don't understand it, really. No. <laughs> so he's, oh, it's hard to spell. Yeah, yeah you would right. take ages to spell it, wouldn't Get you? Get through it, yeah. Hanover have signed Demarcus Beasley. Which <laughs> 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 is funnier than that joke. <laughs> Thanks. Why? No, I think Beasley's an alright player. Yeah, I do. I do yeah, that. Has he got his own jewellery range? I certainly yeah. hope so, James. I don't know. I think it's something like that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm um, tired. <laughs> <laughs> There's your analysis of him as a, uh, as a player. Go. He's got his own jewellery range. <laughs> <laughs> what more do you need so, to know? <laughs> bling. <laughs> yeah, so a great start to the Bundesliga campaign. Well, not for Leverkusen. A no. back was taken off after an hour, apparently. Oh, he's probably not fit yet. Yeah. Well, there we are. Um, let's he's probably briefly. so tired, actually, from playing the best league in the world. Yeah. <laughs> he just needed a bit of a break. And probably emotionally sort of quite drained yeah. after leaving the yeah, most yeah, exciting yeah, league yeah. the world's ever known. <laughs> Let's go to the most second, uh, the, the second most exciting league in the world, the MLS. Thierry Henry scored his first goal in a win for the New York Red Bulls. Good. First goal in the league. First goal in the league, yeah. So yeah, gonna, there we are. Just keeping tabs on the man. He yeah. also scored against Spurs, didn't he? Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, I've there. got an email about Spurs. That's right. hey. Tenuous, superbly yeah. tenuous. James. I don't even know what my email's about. I better read it while he reads it. What's mine about that I can link in tenuously? Hmm. Um, 
James. Hey there, Ramblers. Hello. You may have remembered my email about the Spurs conundrum. Well, here is an update. This is, of course, the guy. Her, Kevin um, Carruthers. Kevin not Carruthers. his real name. Yes, no, not his real name. But the he doesn't. Well, he has to rename. Uh, name. He has Ren- to remain anonymous. He has to remain Renem. This is the guy. Sorry. This is the guy whose boss, for some reason, thinks he's supports Spurs and he's been going along with it for too long. Oh, that I love that guy. But he's had numerous trips to Old Trafford because of this, and so he because that's when Spurs play Man United. Yes, indeed. I have, of course, got my place um, booked for the game at Old Trafford in October, but as a way of marketing and entertaining clients, my boss has bought four season tickets at Fulham, Arsenal and Chelsea this year, and he assures me that because I'm a huge Spurs fan, my seat for all the games against these teams is confirmed. <laughs> oh, joy. At least I don't have to travel too far. This has gone far too deep now. Suggestions on a postcard of how to avoid this from getting even more out of hand. Regards, Kevin Carruthers. I love that he's... <laughs> we assigned him that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's signed he's that taken that. it on. That's um, great. Seriously, Kevin, kill yourself. <laughs> I would sort of manufacture him being bashed on the head somehow, like picking something off a high shelf possibly. Hits him on the head. Got complete memory loss. He remembers how to do his job and stuff. Yeah. Forgets <laughs> which team, but forgets which team he supports. He's a, he is a Leeds fan. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So you can sort of understand it. He's probably quite enjoying it. I think I think he should I think he should um, turn up to work like on a mufty day or something with a Leeds kit. What the hell, what is, the a hell is a mufty day? Yeah, that's what it's like a non-uniform day. Thank you, Luke. Mufty yeah. day. Well, why are you saying non-uniform? What the fuck is mufty day? If you don't mind my language, it was it uh, stood for something. I do mind your language. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a very well-known phrase. Mufty. Yeah, yeah, everybody knows that in the in the Great British uh, Isles. Only because up north they're all so poor they haven't got any other clothes. Oh, no. sounds, sounds like it means lesbian. No, no, it doesn't, Jane. And don't lower the tone. Go back to Edinburgh. Day. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, if it's maybe on a Friday they have a dress down day or yeah. something, he should turn up in a Leeds kit and the boss would be like, what are you doing? He'd be like, oh, oh crap, I just saw a white kit aboard at Leeds. Oh, Bill looks a bit start supporting them. Rubbish. No, <laughs> it will never <laughs> work. Not, not work. even worth talking it's about a, mufties for a mufty that. idea. Seriously, Kevin Carruthers, <laughs> keep us posted. Mm. <laughs> keep us mufty. Yeah. Good, good uh, hang in there, mate. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be all right. Shall I bash up my email while we're here? In Email City. <laughs> Take me down to Email City! <laughs> um, this is Where the words are typed and the PSs are unnecessary. <laughs> yeah. oh. Good. Well, this one doesn't have a PS, thank Christ. Uh, this is from John, <laughs> John from Glasgow. It's uh, worth remembering the word Glasgow. Okay. Uh, Ramble Foss Ho. Oh. Uh, following on from James Knight's excellent Paul in email last week, I thought I'd latch shamelessly onto the Encounters with Odious Footballers theme thusly. This is the Paul in email when they wanted they were trying to get his autograph he was in a restaurant and they called him prick no it was a hotel it was in a hotel they were bantering him in a hotel oh okay yeah, that's yeah, right yeah, yeah. I mean it was last week so yeah, yeah, yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Uh, it was for James's benefit not yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well we're not doing the show for James are we no. yeah. he left us in our hour of need our month of need <laughs> 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 towards the la- end of last season my university made the inspired call of laying on a free bar a well which ran dry in the late evening after advantage had been thoroughly taken mm. a handful of chums and I then made our way to one of Glasgow's slightly down market night spots to continue our day of merriment. Imagine our surprise when a dozen or so identically dressed uh, navy blue suits with open neck white shirts, if you're curious, members of the Rangers squad appeared, fresh from their latest title triumph. Mm. Being a lifelong Aberdeen fan, I felt I'd be letting my hometown down by not at least indicating my displeasure at their <laughs> existence. <laughs> 
<laughs> but like Jameson last week, was struggling to capture this feeling in any sort of witty put down in my alcohol fueled state of clumsiness. <laughs> After making a less than subtle reference to uh, the Charlie Mulgrew incident of last year, which saw the gentleman in question uh, fall dramatically to the floor, having not been touched by the oh, hapless yeah. Don's left back, oh, yeah. to none other than Kyle Lafferty. Oh, oh yeah. Luke's favourite. Um, I felt I had missed my chance and would have to leave without the forces of evil receiving their comeuppance. <laughs> 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 as, as he merely laughed it off. I think my bottle went after finding out that Lafferty was much bigger than I thought. He's a big fur, Lafferty. He's yeah, massive. Yeah, he's. Uh, staggering, a sack of shit, mind. <laughs> staggering out at closing time, however, presented me the, st- the sight of alleged love rat and all-round bad egg, Alan McGregor. Here, look, oh, lads. Yeah, here, Alan McGregor. <laughs> here, look, lads, I slurred at my companions, desperate for reaction. It's only Scotland's number three. <laughs> Hardly <laughs> a grave or intelligent insult, but seemingly it was enough. What does that mean? You then, eh? Reported an inebriated McGregor. Scotland's number 103? <laughs> this repost made my mates and I fall about laughing at must uh, what must be the footballing comeback equivalent of I know you are, but what am I? <laughs> and in my blurred mind, the scales of soccer justice had been righted. To this day, my status as Scotland's 103rd best goalkeeper <laughs> remains unchallenged. John Glasgow. I, well, think, I John. think that's a good comeback from McGregor. I yeah, think I that's do. pretty it's good. Rubbish. It's yeah. just weirdly specific. No, because he's a. <laughs> He said, oh, he's got his number three. What's that about you? He's got his 103. Yeah, I said, I'm better than it's, you. It's not big enough. I'd take that. <laughs> it's it's a thousandth. Yeah, yeah. Three. Even it's that's still very good. to say, but worth it. I'm 100 goalkeepers better than you. So, I mean, how many's in a league? That, that's that's, that's only many. five divisions yeah, for that makes him. That makes him like a <laughs> decent <laughs> second <laughs> division player. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What does point. that make you? Catch this. Now, the leagues are smaller in Scotland, remember? Well, still. Oh, your brain's smaller in Scotland. Technically it was Because when I moved down here I was 16 mm, There's been so much more education <laughs> <laughs> Dogs hey, tend to be Eight levels and a degree me. later You're spot on there PT hey, Spot on go. there PT um, uh, Before we uh, go on to the profile We have to say that um, Francisco uh, Varayo The Argentinian Who was the, um, the longest uh, surviving person To have participated in the first ever World Cup And also played in the final uh, Has died uh, recently Aged 100 He was also Boca Juniors Record goal scorer until, as predicted by him, Martin Palermo overtook his record mm. in 2009. It's, it's lovely that um, he lived to see that, because yeah. obviously it was a positive thing for him. For he said Palermo it was going to happen. He wanted it to happen by the sounds of it, and it's yeah, nice yeah. that you got sort of honoured um, you know, recently. Stuff, good, so. He got to 100. Yeah. So, uh, oh, it's, it's a great knock. Yeah. It's, it's a, a good innings. Good, you know. So, uh, well done. Good stuff. It's ju- a, a real giant of the game. Stuff, yeah, 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 no, no, sure, yeah. <laughs> okay. A real giant of the game, and, and in my opinion, a, a player that maybe because of the, the football is football tends to be much more biased towards Europeans. Yeah. Um, he doesn't really get the credit he deserves. Right. I think it's, it's definitely worth mentioning. It's weird to think that the first World Cup ever, everyone who played in it's no longer with us. Funny thing, left. time, wasn't it? Yeah. Nineteen thirty. Nineteen thirty. Yeah, it was nineteen thirty. Yeah. yeah. I remember doing my brain. Lovely chaps and chapesses, it's profile time. <coughs> have you missed this, James? I have, I really have missed this. Good. Um, Jürgen Klinsmann. Wow. Oh, good. Wowzers. Heavyweight. Yeah. Definitely. Decent. Oh, yeah. In line for the uh, USA job at the moment, I think. Is, Is he? Yeah. Because he lived there, basically, isn't it? That seems to be <laughs> yeah, the link. He likes it over there. <laughs> uh, dear. Um, uh, he was born on the 30th of July, 1964. Three years before the summer of love. That's Van right. Van der Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Woo! Good. Um, one of the best German strikers ever. Mm. Yeah. One of the... I think... 
Would I be... Would it be outrageous to say one of the best strikers in the modern era? Or is that too big, do you it's think? It's definitely up no, there. I, mean, I think yeah? it's just... Top 103, lethal, wasn't it? <laughs> Top 103. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he was lethal. He was, he was... I mean, when he signed... I can remember you come on to this. When he signed for Spurs, it was like, whoa, brilliant. Yeah. yeah. You know. Do you know what his nickname is? Or was? Go on. The Golden Bomber. Oh, that's nice. nice. Yeah, obviously blonde hair. Yeah. yeah. And, and uh, uh, terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> Unconfirmed. Goal scoring terrorist. Unconfirmed terrorist, <laughs> terrorist <laughs> Klinsman. Well, obviously, Muller was the, the bomber, wasn't That's he? right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Reference to that as well. Um, he started playing football at a very young age, as we all do. <laughs> and uh, apparently, when he was eight years old, he was playing for a team and he played every position, including goalkeeper. Wow. Nice. In the same game. That, that, be, that, <laughs> that would, would be, be amazing. Yeah, on his own. <laughs> 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 Running around with a player, pair of gloves on. Um, he began playing football uh, in his hometown of Guppingen and uh, he just scored lots of goals wherever he went and impressed, quite frankly. Um, he, uh, from 74 till 78, he played for Geislingen and he scored over 250 goals um, spread out over four years. Not bad. Lots. They don't count, no, Pelé, if you're listening. No, that's right. Um, apparently, and I think this needs to be said, his family owns a bakery and operates a bakery. And even though he signed um, for a uh, professional contract when he was 16, he still studied to be a baker. Study? Why do you have to study to be a baker? <laughs> well, just like, you know, bread Surely you stuff. just pick it up. There is the blonde hair in my bagel. <laughs> I did not ask for this. Let's knock these on the head now. They, spe <laughs> they speak German. Yeah. <laughs> in a German accent. Yeah, that's right. Um, Surely the, not the, the studying to be a baker, studying in inverted commas, is just like, well, I just watch how I do it. Yeah. There you go, now do it. That's what he did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do you know why the baker had brown hands? Yes, I do. It's a good joke, this. I'm going to allow it to be told. Because he needed a poo. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Anyway, back to Klinsman. Um... More jokes. <laughs> <laughs> he no, yeah. no more jokes ever again. Yeah. He tired of jokes. He now. signed for Stuttgart Kickers uh, when he was sixteen. Who were a second division Bundesliga side at the time. Sound like a Nazel team. Yeah, I do. Yeah. yeah, why not? Um, and he uh, he began to get noticed uh, by some of the big boys after a, a couple of seasons with them. And he signed for Stuttgart, mm. the, the big team. Um, uh, during he had uh, I think five seasons for them. Uh, kind of a one in two goal scoring ratio he had for them. Which is what we look for. That's mm. right. Yeah. Um, he helped them reach. Uh, the uh, German Cup final and the UEFA Cup final in 1989 where they were beaten by Napoli and Diego Maradona I remember that mm. um, in 1988 the year before that he was top scorer in the Bundesliga and was named player of the year in Germany um, so uh, this obviously got him attracted to some of the big clubs in inter, Europe Inter 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 Enter Inter yeah <laughs> um, for the start of the 89-90 season he joined uh, there was uh, Andres Bremer and Lothar Matthias yeah. uh, Internationale in Milan that was a great era because the, the Inter had the three Germans That's and, right. and Milan had the three Dutch yeah. yeah so it was like a bit of a and then, and then obviously it all came to a head in the World Cup in 1990 and, and in that stadium I think y yeah exactly in, in the, in the, yeah, San, in the San Siro lovely little narrative Oh, it's, yeah. a, it's a lovely little subplot, James. <laughs> You're a bastard for a subplot. I am, I really am. <laughs> I look for a subplot. If there's a game happening, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I think, oh, it's a bit of an unspoiled well, okay, game. Well, World Cup 90 then. Uh, great performance. 
performance is from Klinsmann. Three goals in the tournament, and he obviously won it. A great diving header against possibly Yugoslavia. An awful day. dive in the final to get a penalty. <laughs> uh, no, well. it wasn't him who went down for the penalty. I thought it was. He got uh, Pedrag or Pedro Monzon sent, sent off. off. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Which was an awful dive. Mm. Yeah. I hope we're going to come on to this aspect of his character. <laughs> yeah. No, no, we're ignoring it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, you'll have your chance. Whitewash it all. Yeah. So yeah, he was superb in that German side of the. Uh, him and Voller up front was super. Yeah, absolutely yeah, um, yeah, yeah, sensational. Um, well, him and Voller played also up front in World Cup '94, which we'll come on very briefly uh, in a moment. Um, so after World Cup '90, of course they, they won the tournament, and he was superb. He went to play um, for Arsene Wenger at Monaco, hmm. and uh, they. They, he didn't win anything there of, of massive note, but he they did get to the semi-finals of the Champions League, which I remember him. But they got beaten off Milan, I think it was. Mm. Um, and then, of course, World Cup '94, he scored five goals, including uh, a brilliant one against South Korea. The balls played into him in the box. He teed himself up with his right, right foot yeah, and then, then left swung his left. The shoulder. Yeah, oh. delicious. <coughs> That's I mean, one of my I mean, favorite favorite goals. And Spurs signed him off the back of that. They did, yeah. but but World Cup '94, him and Rudy Voller up front. And I've said it before And by jingo I'm going to say it again It was th- at that moment When they linked Against Belgium Which produced Barry Davis To say one of my Favourite pieces of commentary ever It's an early kick off here And some of the defenders Are still having breakfast yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which worth Germany, Germany against Belgium When Voller and Klinsmann Took them <laughs> apart And as you say Look off the back of that The Spurs signed well, um, b- Because it was it Klinsmann was, after the World Cup they, Under Aussie Ardiles They did and, and it was it was He was I mean I always stick my neck out mm. And say that he was the last genuinely world class, like top draw player that Spurs signed. There's not signed a player of that magnitude since then, mm. in do you my mean opinion. Reputation wise, just well, just in, uh, his status in the world game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I suppose I do. Yeah, uh, yeah. I was, I he mean, was in the top five or six. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean one could maybe one could maybe I was someone like David Ginola, but it wasn't the same. I don't know what you're no. saying. Well, Ginola never reached those heights yeah. at international level. Absolutely yeah. not. Yeah. yeah, But what was amazing though when they signed him was, uh, you know, at the time as we said before, um, that that England they used to have. A few of the big names would kind of finish off their career in England. Yeah. Uh, Rude Hullet, we've often talked about before. His mm. Klinsman was 30, I think he was, at Spurs. He was still on his peak. Yeah. Um, and still a great player. So oh, He banged um, him in as well. But, he, he hit the ground running. But, of course... Um, he had to um, overturn the uh, win over the public, overturn their perception of him because they thought he was a diver, which of course he was. I mean, we can't ignore <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. He was a horrific diver, yeah, yeah. Um, like, like swan diving. Though. Yeah, you know I mean, it, he wouldn't even attempt to really make it look like he'd been fouled. It was just like, whoa! No, he's I gone remember over, it like. being like a whole new brand of diving. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Um, but his celebration was a dive as well. Well, yeah, this is it. a big influence on Robert Perez, wasn't it? Basically, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so he he came to England. He only stayed a year. Yeah, um, and. And I think actually everybody in this country, all the most people, really rate and really like Clinton. Oh, I like him now as yeah, well. I think he's a good so. pundit. Yeah. He had, had two spells at Spurs, didn't he? he yeah, he yeah, did. He did. But before that, I'm saying, before he came, he's the guy who Germany, he was a part of the German side in 1990. Mm. Um, and. You know, he, he signed for Spurs. He was a diver. People didn't like him. In fact, he was German as well, and he, he totally won us all over. I think, um, but uh, he, um, he, he, as you say, Pete, against Sheffield Wednesday. I think it was his debut, uh, league debut for Spurs. In towards the end of the game, they won four three, and he scored a great header, and he did the celebration, which is now called the Klinsman dive. Yeah. I mean, that celebration. Anybody in this country sees that that dive celebration where you slide on your chest yeah. after scoring. Every, oh, we did yeah. a Klinsman. Have I have I ever detailed on the podcast uh, how Jürgen Klinsman was directly responsible uh, for me breaking my elbow? Tell <laughs> <Where laughs> me the, the old scar there. Was oh, you yeah, yeah, see yeah. there. You did it on AstroTurf, did you? <laughs> no, no, I was playing, <laughs> no, I was playing on uh, I was playing place, on Burn- playing tennis. Burn- 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 Burn-
uh, basically washed out of it at the last mo- minute and no. put my arms out. Oh, you've uh, got to be committed. And, and, my, go and, my, um, and basically my uh, my arm went the wrong way and that yeah. bit of elbow there started floating down my arm. Oh. And and the woman... Can who, that happen? The bone lady in uh, the North East <laughs> said, that's the what, worst... One? That's the weirdest <laughs> thing. She said that's the weirdest injury I've ever seen. Like, she'd never seen that part of the elbow fall off. It's an odd scar. In my that's head, he's gone over on like a round boat and then Misty sort of <laughs> onto an island. <laughs> Are you the bone lady? <laughs> <laughs> Why I am yai cross me palm with silvers <laughs> But she was uh yeah, so, so, that, that, so he directly <laughs> made me break my elbow. It's his fault. Yeah. And that's why he's going in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not a blow for a broken elbow. <laughs> Anybody who uh influences Pete Donaldson breaking bones gets into the DMA yeah. <laughs> It's one of those old laws that hasn't been repealed yet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a bylaw. Hartlepool bylaw. Uh, he scored twenty nine goals in all competitions of Spurs that season, was named football writers player of the year. Hmm. Um, and uh, it's weird, that and I think, think I think that that was the last season to date Spurs finished above Arsenal in the table. Because yeah. I remember him being his first spell being a lot longer. I, I, did exactly so I was much. about to say. I was about to say exactly that. Yeah, did I, so much in that. He yeah. can't, just one season. And again, it shows the impact. You know, he has a, a, a brilliant celebration named after him. He scores a lot of goals. Football rights player of the year, for crying out loud. Um, I did a right in the Cup finished seventh, well. FA Cup semi-final. Yeah. And, and then it, and off he went uh, to um, Bayern Munich after that. I don't really... Re- I remember being quite incredulous. I didn't understand why he left. It was odd that he went so quickly. After such a, an, an impact. I remember Alan Sugar having a bit of a pop. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, can you believe it? It's Lord Sugar, if you don't mind. Okay. <laughs> so... Um, spoonful of yeah. Uh, so yeah he, he joined Bayern Munich after that and uh, that's a big draw though. I mean Munich are yeah. Yeah, 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 so. yeah. he won he won the UEFA Cup with him in 96 and the Bundesliga almost seems that he sort of went to Tottenham to put himself in the shot window yeah. Yeah. Uh, he also won the Bundesliga in 96-97 hey, after that he went to Sampdoria um, he didn't do too well there yeah. Um, I remember on Footballer Italia, James Richardson's <laughs> once saying, "After the break, I'm uh, meeting a hot blonde who wants to score." It's Jurgen Klinsmann. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, and then he went back to Spurs um, on loan in '98, where he put in a lot of. Uh, good performances Nine goals in 15 appearances Although four of them Did come against Wimbledon I think It was yeah. Wimbledon I think away. It was on line one That he went back there Yeah yeah Um it was a dangerous one that going back yeah. to because when Fowler did it, they didn't really yeah. sort of work. Out. Well, Fowler did okay, okay. Though. I think Klinsman was a little bit more successful. You're talking about a player that oh he was, but you're talking about with Fowler. You're talking about a player that used to call God. Yeah, you know? no, he called himself that. No, I think they did as well. They they they, they, they held him. <laughs> you speak to a Liverpool fan about how much they rate Robbie Fowler. Oh yeah, of they, course, yeah, unbelievably the highly. ugliest God in the world. Yeah. <laughs> mm. uh, so. Uh, World Cup 98 um, He scored three goals They got to the quarterfinals That year That was a much older team Oh sorry We've forgotten the Euro 96 of course mm-hmm. Where they won They came to England And won um, He was brilliant That tournament There's a goal He scored against Now were they Were they Was it Russia maybe Or the CIS No CIS was in 92 Anyway he uh, Got the ball Turned the defender Edge of the box could have taken it further in outside of the right boot into the top corner beautiful <laughs> he's, won, he's won a lot of things <laughs> yeah. you think he scores th- do you know what the great thing about Klinsman is he scored s- all sorts of goals yeah headers yeah. he's a bastard for a volley yeah 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 spectacular goals one on ones tap-ins mm. the lot quite a slight guy as well yeah so he's just 
seems odd that he had to, to me, he's, he's, strength. Dare I even say almost like the complete forward because he could play off a front man mm. and come and get the ball. He could be on the shoulder of the last man. Mm. Poach absolute handful. Yeah. Him and Voller were devastating up front together. Yeah, in totally. World Cup ninety particularly. Well, and ninety four. Yeah, ninety eight. He did. He did right, but he retired straight after ninety eight. Yeah, that, walking out of the World Cup. Zidane esque. He was like thirty four by then. I think thirty four. Yeah. Um, he was the first ever player to score in three different um, European championships in 88, 92 and 96. Uh, three other players have done that. Vladimir Smitsa, Thierry Henry and Nuno Gomez. Um, and he's the first player ever to score at least three goals in, each, uh, in three different World Cups. Later he was joined by Ronaldo of Brazil. Third highest score, uh, goal scorer for Germany um, at World Cups and in total. Um, so yeah, quite uh, got a lot under his belt. Yeah, half, half the battle is staying fit with players like that, though, isn't it? It's yeah. like, yeah. great footballing brain, though. Yeah, and that's and that's and that's important for for for, for longevity and stuff like that yeah. as well. Because if you're just going to be a player who doesn't think about the game much, you won't last much longer because you won't be able to adapt. You won't be able to change formation or, mm. or yeah. position he, or whatever. I mean, he had great bursts of pace and great acceleration, oh, he did. No, but yeah, his yeah, game yeah. wasn't all about that. No, it wasn't. You know, the, the fantastic player he was. So he retired in '98. However. Um, whilst he was living in California He was persuaded to come out of retirement in 2003 um, And he played under a different name Like a stage name um, Jay Gopingen, um, Gopingen <laughs> Which is the, the name of the town oh, Gopingen is where he's from yeah. Yeah. Um, I was hoping like, it was from a computer game You know where they oh, yeah, yeah, got the yeah. rights So they sort of basically <laughs> give a similar <laughs> like name Like on, yeah. Fonz Man yeah. Yeah, was, yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. hoping it'd be something like Showtime Chapowski or something up in lights Billy Big Time Yeah yeah um, yeah, he played for Orange County Blue Star. Alvin Rocket and uh, <laughs> Barry Gold. Yeah. Missile. Um, in the Ameri- oh, Barry Gold's been brilliant. Yeah, in the American Premier Development League. Nice. So not top draw. He was thirty nine though, and he scored five goals in eight games for them. What division? What league was it? The American Premier Development League. Abdul. <laughs> Paul Abdul, Abdul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sponsored by Paul Abdul, um, and then of course he uh, became the Germany national coach in the, in uh, two thousand and four. He got a bit of stick about that, didn't he? Well, he, he was he commuting <laughs> from California. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, How long were you be? Eight, nine hours. Days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> California, put the Uber Uber Alice. That's right. <laughs> very good, Pete. Very. That's right. I got Socrates in my assistant. Would be fine. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Put the cones out. Um, <laughs> He actually uh, revamped the management of the national team straight away when he when he got in there, and he said that he wasn't going to pick players on reputation. It was a lot of youth. He, he, he very youth orientated old Klinsman when it came to being a manager because this was after the uh, disastrous Euro two thousand and four showing. Yeah. So uh, he brought a freshness. I think we can all agree. Um, although they didn't have a great build up to the World Cup, there was that time where they lost four one to Italy, and every, all the Germans mm. were thinking, Piping "Crap, up. We, we're yeah. hosting the cup, and we're going to be absolutely humiliated." You know, um, and he was very. Defensive uh, tactical manager, and they and that a lot of <laughs> fucking scar. <laughs> Keegan, it's like Keegan. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and so, uh, although I think we can all agree that probably the best thing he did as Germany manager was to put Big Jens in number one, yeah, uh, in goal instead of yeah. uh, Oliver Kahn. A statement of intent. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, there was a few. Well, they, they got to the semi, which isn't terrible. Well, who that. would have thought? Because before the before the tournament, they were getting a lot of stick, and uh, people were saying, "This is ridiculous. He's commuting from California." He's messing around He's not picking certain I players I agree with them That is ridiculous yeah, Well exactly Make they, an effort They, they started yeah. off with a 4-2 win against Costa Rica It's not like he doesn't speak the bloody language yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> He started off with a 4-2 win against Costa Rica Which was a very entertaining game But they looked poor at the back German yeah. And you thought hang on a minute here. They're going to struggle I remember them just being quite old 
Yeah. Not in that tournament. No, they're not old and slow. Not in that tournament, no. Mm. He brought in the he brought in players like Schweinsteiger. Oh, of course he did, yeah, that's right. Yeah, 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 you yeah. missed that. I have, yeah. That's sorry. exactly what I said. That mm. he put in he brought a freshness, he brought in the youth and, and did away with Sometimes it. my memory lets me down. Clearly. <laughs> memory of about two seconds ago when you said it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I also called you an arse. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, remember that. Um, uh, who would have thought they'd have finished third after that game, is what yeah. I'm saying. Um, no, absolutely not right. Not absolutely right. So after the after the, the tournament um where Germany were really good, there was a lot of support, um public support for Klinsmann to oh fickle <laughs> <laughs> oh, to, to the carry fickle on. Germans yeah uh, he, he was right. even awarded the federal cross of merit in Germany yeah did he have it? Did he accept it in um, California? Um, Sorry, I can't be here today, <laughs> on the video screen. You couldn't send me a purple heart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, but he's he's he played a sort of high tempo attacking style, and he encouraged all the international sides, um, all the, the different age groups, to play that from the under 17s upwards. And uh, when uh, Germany reached the um, 2008 European Championship final in Austria under Joachim Love. Yogi Love, Yogi yes. Love. Uh, the federal head uh, Theo Svanziger, um, who Klinsman was sitting alongside at the match, he said Jurgen played an enormous part in the development of this team. It was also his final. And in 2009, Germany won European youth titles at under 17, under 19, and under 21 levels. Wow! And a lot of that was attributed to Klinsman's uh, implementation. That's, of, uh, that's of, the word of, I was strategy. searching around for. Yeah, they, they've, they, and even the 2010 team, people say, were very influenced by Klinsman's development programme. But those youth team um, results, there has been a lot more. Is, there was a massive overhaul of German football, which, which Klinsman was a part of, but yeah. there was a lot more to it than that, though. Sure. I'm not it, taking anything away from him, it's his profile. It's not the time or place. <laughs> but I'm just saying there's but more he was, to it. He was a huge part of that, and uh, um, he's, he's a worthy entrant to the Dean Windass Hall of Fame. Agreed. Yep. Here he come. Dive in. Yeah. <laughs> Dive in. Yeah. Sliding in, Jürgen yeah. the German. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of the football ramble for this week. Hope you've had a lovely time. The uh, If you'd like to get in touch, the email address is podcast at thefootballramble.com and the website is thefootballramble.com. Say goodbye, Luke Moore. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Pete Donaldson. Yeah. Say goodbye, James or Jim. Goodbye. Lovely to have you back. Mm. Lovely to be back. <laughs> We're all off. For a Klinsman dive! Yeah. Hey. Hey. Oh, Pete just slipped and hit his face. And there goes the other L, mate. <laughs> Oh, you fucking idiot. Well, st- don't leave them out. That's why somebody's nearly hit your headphones. I didn't headphones. you were going to do a dive on them, did I? <laughs> Put them in your bag. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.